I'm your host, Robert, and welcome to Restoring the Modern Man, the podcast for men, about men, and how to live successful lives as men despite the challenges we face. Let's have the difficult conversations, let's do the hard things, and let's find restoration. No, it is in modern society, it is what it is. Uh, a lot of freedom and a lot of power is given to kind of the hateful mobs out there that are trying to um, destroy manhood, masculinity, um, trying to, you know, down with the patriarchy, what, what, what have you. Um, it's all baloney, but, uh, you know, but again, you know, my goal, and I hope that the listener is recognizing this, that my goal, of course, is not to put things out there that will, that will drive men to do bad things or to, um, be aggressive or or violent or you know obviously that is not not my goal i want i want to help men get to a place where we uh we we are restored you know we're restored in, in the united states of america because i i believe that we can be again and i believe that men in general can go back to this point where uh we're respected um we're not looked down on uh where we don't have to feel bad or be afraid of being ashamed for being men and uh so that's my goal but anyways for those people out there who have been listening since I started uh, kind of advertising and and broadcasting that I've been doing this thing I really appreciate you. Um, I know it's not a whole lot yet, um, but even just the few who who have started listening a little bit here and there, I, I that it means so much to me, and I really appreciate it. And I hope I hope that you are getting something valuable by listening. Um, you know, if, if and if not, uh, find a way to tell me um, because I. I I, I truly, truly want this to be something important, something that's worth your time because listening to somebody talk about things for half an hour, um, if you're going to devote a half an hour to anything, it, it darn well better be valuable, right? It darn well better be important. Um, and so if, I'm, if that's not what I'm delivering, I, I want to know so that I can change it, so that I can find a way to offer that good thing. So today, I wanted to, I, I thought about it, and I wanted to talk a little bit about um, uh, just kind of the these little little traps that we as men tend to fall into um, that prevent us from taking action, right? Because men are uh, supposed to be kind of the the um, uh, you know, to a degree, the head of the household, um, but also in in a lot of instances, the provider for the family, um, the protector, um, even just being uh, even just being a man in general, 
um, you are in, in every situation that you find yourself in, there are things that will keep us from uh, from acting, from from doing the things that we need to. And I would I would bet that at least one of the things that I'm going to talk about today is is something that you tend to find yourself in because we all face it, right? We all face these things that will keep us from action uh, in our job. You know, we have reasons or we have um, times where we just, we, we become lazy, apathetic, whatever it is that keep us from doing the things we need to do, um, from facing the challenges that we, we should face, um, from being who we are meant to be as men and getting to that point, um, where we are, we are, uh, trying to subvert those things, trying to overcome those things that keep us from action, uh, is difficult because, um, you know, for whatever reason we can, we, we can make excuses for ourselves. We can find a reason not to do something. And, and, you know, there are times, there are absolutely 100% times where, where that's a legitimate thing, where we, might find ourselves in a position where, um, you know, maybe we're too tired. Maybe we're just, uh, we've got so much going on or we don't have the time for some of the things that we need to, we need to do, but don't. Um, and sometimes, you know, that kind of boils down to priorities in that instance. Um, but just those things that, that, those traps again it's those traps right it's those traps that we fall into that uh that that keep us from that action and uh this so this is not necessarily a reflection on those times where we have legitimate reasons um because sometimes we do have legitimate reasons for for not acting or or needing a break from something but um at least for me all right. At least for me, I find myself falling into some of these traps, and uh, so I just maybe you're you're in some of these categories. Maybe you're in all of them. I don't know, but uh, I just want to talk about them a little bit because I think it's important that we be aware of them and that we are aware of kind of what the implications are when we fall into those. So a lot of this kind of first came about uh, when, uh, actually, again, this week, um, you know, a lot of these topics kind of come from my own personal experiences when I uh, encounter certain situations in my life. And so this kind of this week's came from a, uh, a very hard uh, but loving kick in the pants from my wife. Um, so for any, for anyone who knows me, knows it, it, they're going to know what I'm talking about here. Um, for anyone who doesn't, uh, you know, that's okay. You don't need to know the specifics, but, um, my, the thing, 
there, I, I'm pursuing something um, difficult, uh, something that takes a lot of effort and time on my part um, that could potentially lead to big payoff. Uh, and so there's, there's a little bit of a risk factor in there, but, uh, but anyways, the, the point is that my, you know, my wife fully supports me in this. And, um, this is something that I believe that I'm called to do that I'm supposed to do and that I'm good at. Uh, and so anyways, I, I got to this point and actually I've kind of been in this point for a while, but finally it just kind of spilled over a little bit. And, I got to the point where I was just, I was wallowing in self-pity because I wasn't seeing results. Now, this thing, this has been kind of a, a decade-long pursuit. It's been difficult, and there's been a lot that I've had to learn, um, a lot that I still have yet to learn, um, but I believe at the, I, I'm at that point where I, sh I can find success um, kind of when the stars align and, and, but still through my own hard work and, and, and pushing that forward. So I got to this point where I was just so frustrated because I wasn't seeing a whole lot of payoff. Um, still not, I mean, this happened this week, so I'm, I'm still not seeing a whole lot of payoff. And so just the way things have been happening and falling in place or, or not falling in place as the case may be, I fell into this, this kind of pit of despair where I just, I was so frustrated and mad and just, uh, I got to the point where I wanted to give up and I, I've, I've been in that position for several, you know, several, several different times along this journey. But my wife um, basically told me, cut it out, like stop, stop wallowing in self-pity, stop feeling sorry for yourself and get up and do something like you have to move your feet in order to see anything happen. And so this was just, it was a, again, like this was this huge kick in the pants for my wife and, uh, you know, I, I took it and I, I believe, I, I think, I think I took it with, with a, a fair amount of dignity and grace. Um, but I realized she was right. I, I wasn't doing the things that would lead me to success because I was so caught up in my own self pity that I couldn't see that I, that there were things that I could do and things that I should be doing, steps I should be taking in order to get there. And I, I wasn't getting there because when I would take a step or when I would try to take a step, nothing would happen. And so I would give up. <laughs> I would stop. I, I, my feet stopped moving. I no longer moved into action um, because, you know, trying it a couple times and uh, it didn't work. And so I was like, well, forget it. Never mind. Just it's not going to work. So forget it. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. And man, oh, man, just getting that kick in the pants and realizing 
that my wife was right in that she she saw that no matter whether I find success or not, which I do, I in my heart, I truly believe it. It's just hard putting that into action. Um, but the fact is that I would never get there if I stopped trying, if I kept giving up every time one thing didn't work, or if it didn't work that first time. You know, sometimes things can work a second or a third or a fourth time that you try it. So just giving giving yourself that other opportunity or more opportunities to find success is is so important and so instead of wallowing in self-pity which is easy to do um it, probably easier for some men more than others but it's easy to get into that mindset of you know just man this sucks it's not working why why should i even bother you know i I'm a failure, so might as well just uh, just not even try. And that's you know that's where I I had got myself to. And I I think the answer for this is, is perseverance. You know, self pity. Uh, maybe not per- perseverance. Let me think about this, because when we we get into those points where we're we're feeling sorry for ourselves. Um, because bad things happen. It doesn't have to be something that you're pursuing. It can be anything. It can be broken relationships. It can be difficulty with family. It can be um, friction in your church. It can be um, uh, an insubordinate uh, uh, employee or, or an underling, whatever. Um you know, you can feel sorry. It's easy to feel sorry for yourself because you're having these difficulties. So, yeah, you know, maybe maybe perseverance is is the answer to this. You keep trying. You 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 change the way that you're doing things, right? You you don't do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Insanity, right? Um, so you have to you have to keep trying you have to try something else you have to you have to either change yourself which is the most obvious answer right because we can't force other people to change or we can change maybe our environment or the way that we do things but either way it, it requires perseverance it requires that you keep trying because if you stop trying if you stop trying to to accomplish the goal no matter what that looks like you're giving up that's that's the opposite of perseverance you have to keep going and then that's the other thing like maybe these two are related but apathy is another big one and that's one that i kind of face because at some point you know there are points where I just don't care anymore. I just I just don't want to deal with it. I just want to leave it alone. I just want to let it rest in the uh, on the back burner and I just want to kind of leave it there until either I'm motivated to to pick it back up again or until uh, in, until um you know, you get that lightning strike moment where you're like, "Okay, yeah. Now I'm I don't I feel better now and and now I'm going to go go do this thing. Um but man, apathy just uh, 
there are times where again you could you could be facing um self-pity you know you could be facing failure and and so that kind of makes you give up or maybe you think that it's not your fight um and that could be right that could maybe um but my again i'm more so talking about times where we need to have that we need to step up and and take that action right i'm not talking about times where we need to take action for for something that's not our fight right um if you if you struggle in marriage your fight is not going to be uh trying to mend your next door neighbor's marriage right <laughs> that's that's not the way that we should do things that's just buttoning in and that's just asking for trouble quite honestly um now obviously if you are good at marriage and you know your next door neighbor comes to you and says hey you're good at marriage i'm having this trouble this problem you know you think you can help me will you talk to me a little bit which maybe would never happen but uh, that would be a case where yeah like that would be a reason to to go into action but uh so apathy apathy this this sense of where you just don't care anymore where you just don't you feel like you don't have a stake in the fight anymore um and when you need to um you know what's what's the answer for that how do you become how do you how do you get away from being apathetic uh you know that probably boils down to maybe why you're apathetic in the first place um the reason for it you in order to find the antidote you have to you have to know the reason right you you can't you know i i don't know how <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest i don't i don't know if this analogy works because i don't know how how poison works but i would assume that the antidote for uh scorpion venom wouldn't work on uh rattlesnake venom um I would imagine that they're two different things, but so if you're depends on what reason you're apathetic, um, your solution is going to vary. But you know, if if it's something that you're apathetic toward, then likely what we're going to need, what we're going to have to have, is is a reason to face it. We, we need a reason. Um, now, I guess let me use an example, right? I am very apathetic when it comes to dishes. I don't care. Like my wife has to have those dishes clean. That She has to have the, that sink cleared. Otherwise, it will drive her up the wall. I don't care. I can wait until both sides are full and there's extra dishes on the counter and then like i'll be like okay i need a plate for for lunch i guess i better do some dishes <laughs> and uh um but just realizing honestly just realizing number one like getting to the point where i'm not prepared to have a meal because i haven't done the dishes that's a, that's a pretty good reason like you gotta be able to make sure that you have what you need um, just having that sense and attitude of preparedness is important, especially as a man, I believe. Um, but even me just finding that reason, hey, my wife likes it. 
Um, my, it, it brings my wife peace, literal peace, when the, the, the sink is clear. So if I'm going to do, if I am going to make sure, one, that, uh, that she's not mad at me for neglecting the dishes, and two, just at peace, that's going to make a, 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 a better relationship between us. It's going to make um, a more peaceable household. Then, then that is worth putting my attention toward dishes. It just is. I, and that's like you have to find that purpose. And I sometimes, I'll be honest, sometimes I, I still ignore that purpose. Um, but... I, I do try to make that effort when when it's applicable. And then idleness. Um, idleness absolutely keeps us from action. Uh, and we, you know, sometimes we love doing nothing. We as men enjoy just sitting, sitting back in our chair and, and watching TV for a couple hours if we have the, the opportunity or even for a half an hour. We enjoy playing video games um that that's a big one for me i honestly even even my passion for a career will sometimes take a back seat to <laughs> to my idleness and to my desire for playing video games and it's when i think about it when i when i let myself consider that implication it makes me sad and i that's something that i've always kind of had to work on and focus on but uh, man, if I'd let myself, I would spend all day in front of a TV screen. Um, I don't. Uh, I've gotten to the point where, where I can I can go for days, you know, without, um, you know, without picking up a controller, uh, which is great, and I, I'm very grateful for that because I know that I wouldn't be even as close as I am to pursuing my dreams uh, if if that was the case. Um, so just recognize that responsibility right responsibility is the antidote for that idleness um and i do believe that we as men uh and just speaking broadly right um in terms of society so not pointing any fingers at anyone here because you know i don't know who's i don't know who's all listening i don't know you maybe um maybe you're you're not idle um but speaking broadly, for men in, in today's society, we're kind of known for just uh, after we get home from work, we just we just we just sit on the couch, sit on our easy chair, and we just shut off our brains. It, again, that's good sometimes. There's nothing wrong with watching a little bit of TV. There's nothing wrong with going for a walk to clear your head. Um, there's nothing wrong with giving yourself that time of separation from everything, including your family. But it has to be mitigated. It has to be um, uh, controlled, right? Um, because we do, we do have a responsibility to our family. And even if you're not married, if you don't have kids, you still have a responsibility for your household, right? You still have a responsibility to keep your home clean, uh, to to your friends. I. If you don't have a family, more than likely you at least have friends, right? Um, so 
having that responsibility even to make time for your friends that's that's important and uh you know some of us might have more opportunity for idleness than others but man you just we have to be careful about that because when we let idleness take over our responsibilities are are they dwindle they they fade to the background and we know we know each and every one of us listening today no matter what level of idleness you let yourself take part in we know that that hurts our lives we know it i know you know it and you know i know it that that hurts our lives and we that that's something that we've got to watch out for because it's so easy it's so incredibly easy to just sit back and and do nothing when it suits us so then what about loss of purpose right there are times where where uh maybe we don't we don't know what we want to do we don't know what our what our purpose is um whether that be in our career job uh, family life, whatever. Um, sometimes, sometimes we lose sight of why we're here. And again, I, I know that I'm probably irritating some listeners here um, because I, I I keep repeating this. Um, but as a Christian, right, I I have my purpose. I have my ultimate purpose all the time. And, and that's again, that's kind of an advantage for me because I know that that no matter what goes on in my life I've got a purpose I've got a reason for living right and that is to bring God glory and whatever that looks like whatever situation in my life that might be that's always my purpose I always have that purpose but you know if you're if you're not you know sometimes that can be difficult to keep sight of and we can lose purpose in other areas of our life right as a as a father or a husband um we can lose sight of our purpose um because our 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 purpose as a husband is is to make sure that our our wives are cared for and loved and they get our attention as a as a, a a father we we have that same purpose right it might look a little different but it's kind of the same purpose but when we lose that purpose what does that do that keeps us from our actions that keeps us from doing the things that we need to do because we we see our children and if we lose our purpose as a father we're going to stop paying attention to them we're going to stop teaching them things you know um let's let's go to uh, the single men out there um if we lose our purpose uh maybe at our jobs are are we gonna do a good job are we gonna get the things done that we need to no and you know when it comes to uh when it comes to a regular job it's hard to find purpose it really is because you're you're there for a paycheck and not much more than that um and you're you're there to make sure that things get done that you make the bosses happy um and so it it really is pretty hard to find purpose in that 
because, again, you're just there for a paycheck. Um, but I, I do believe that you can find that, whether it's making friends at your work, whether it's um, trying to move up in, in whatever job you're at, or trying to find a way out and into something different. That can be a purpose. Um, and no, no matter what that purpose is, it's going to drive your feet. It's still going to move you into action, right? And, and that's, I believe that's so important um, because when we lose, uh, not our, sorry, not our purpose, but when we lose our ability to act, um, man, we can, we become shells <laughs> shells of human beings and we we understand and we know how detrimental that can be to our lives it, it can it can lead to desperate hopelessness and and man there's there's enough suicide amongst men um any any number is too much but that that number is is higher than it, i believe it's higher than it has been for for a while and we've got to change that. We as men have got to change that. And then society, right? Um, this this can kind of lead to every every other kind of point that I've hit up to up until now. But society, right? <laughs> they they tell us we're worthless. They tell us we're stupid. They tell us we're lazy and. I have I have this saying um, other people will meet your expectations right so what that means is when people expect you to be um, terrible when people expect you to uh, be worthless people expect you to be a screw-up more than likely like maybe not more than likely, but we kind of tend to to gravitate toward that expectation. And then when people expect excellence of us, when people expect us to do the right thing, and then when people expect us to 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 be great, to be something greater, again, no matter who you are, you're gonna gravitate toward that expectation. My wife used to be a teacher. She 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 told me, um, not in, in the same words, but she told me this is the case. She saw this in high school where she taught, where teachers who, who expected so little out of, out of the high school students, they would, meet the, they would meet those expectations, but then they would get to her class or to another great teacher's class who expected good things out of them, expected them to do well. They would that those same students who did poorly in the other teacher's class would do great in her class because of those expectations. And when we have a society who expects terrible things from from men, how how can we not have the tendency to gravitate towards that? We have to find. We have to find a way. Um, and, and, and again, that that moves us to inaction, right? 
if people are going to expect us to be worthless, we're, it's going to move us into inaction. Well, why in the world, if we're worthless, then why do anything to change it? We have to. We absolutely have to because, number one, society's perception of men will never change unless we give them a reason to change it. And number two, in order for us to um, in, in order for us to be able to move past that expectation, it's kind of our job to to get to that point um, because when society has reason to expect those things from us, um, that expectation, just isn't going to change until we prove them wrong. And uh, again, that's that's one of my goals with this podcast. Uh, and, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again, I'm going to say this. Uh, this isn't necessarily a reflection of you in particular, the listener. But we as a collective, we as a collective group of men in American society has to, we have to be able to rise above those expectations, right? We, that, that is our job. We, we've, we've got to find a way. And, and you might be thinking, you might be thinking, screw them, right? Screw them. They don't, you know, they don't determine who I am. Um, they don't determine my worth as a man. And that's right. That's right. You're absolutely right. Uh, and we should believe that and we should stand up against that. Um, but still, the way that the the way that we're doing things as a society, uh, as men, has to change. Um, and I, I hope and I believe that part of that is going to come through conversations like these where we can get ourselves to the point where we're willing to talk about our problems, where we're willing to face those issues and then face those expectations. And we as a collective group of men point at those other fingers pointing at us and say, no, you're wrong. This is not who we are. This is not who we will be. We are more than that. And so as soon as we're able to subvert those expectations and then move into action, right? We have to move into action. That's where our success and victory will be. And I, I believe we can get there um, because even though a lot of people have kind of given up that, that nobody else really cares to, to change society for the better, to, to help uh, change is the wrong word. I change is the wrong word. <laughs> Sorry. Um, to help, right? Help, help other men, um, have these conversations, work through our, our problems. Um, because number one, the government's not going to do it. The, the government doesn't care. They're, they're not going to worry about, about, uh, helping, helping men. Um, other other random people um, aren't gonna care. 
the the trolls on the internet aren't going to care, right? Somebody has to. We it can start here. It can start here. I'm I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy who's got a passion for helping men. Um, and it can start. It can start with me. And I'm sure there are others out there too. I I, I know there are. Um, but it, but it has to start with us and we have to take it out, right? We have to take it out to other people because if we don't, then we're going to continue on this trajectory. So we have got to move into action. We can't let apathy, we can't let idleness, we can't let loss of purpose, we can't let wallowing in self-pity, and we can't let society stop us from action.